welcome to the Macrofab Engineering Podcast. We are your guests, Bitstream, Zap, and Hyron. And we're your hosts, Crab Foam and Blitz. <laughs> this, is, this is episode 109. Yeah. So, in episode 69, the, uh, what is it, the incognito mode episode, um, we had Zap and Hyron on. So, welcome back. Thank, Thank you. you. In person this time. <laughs> our, that's, that's our entire audience. Right? Our entire okay. audience, yeah. <laughs> but so, just now we have, we have Bitstream. Yeah. So, you should introduce yourself first. So, I'm Bitstream. I'm a mathematician, engineer, uh, hacker. Um, one fifth, of, we call it one fifth of and not XOR. Um, so, just like the alcohol. <laughs> um, and I do a lot of our uh, so on last year's badge I did the uh, web app or not web app but mobile app phone uh, for Android so that was the integration with the badge via Android and this year I'm working on some of the back end infrastructure which we'll talk about well, cool and then Zap and Hyron reintroduce yourselves Yeah, I'm Zap so <clears throat> software coder by trade although I don't do much of it any more than on the badges I do most of the hardware design and a lot of software work um, day job I do management so I think last podcast I said I was MS office and that's incorrect I work in MS office <laughs> <laughs> and I sit on planes quite a bit so that's that's my job and this balances it out he is really clippy. It's, I am pretty is, clippy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Hyron. Um, yeah, mathematician, computer scientist. I've been re-ramping up and teaching myself hardware over the past year and a half, couple years. Uh, for our project, I mostly do embedded software design, work on puzzles, um, and some of our bling modes. Oh, cool. And so, yeah, if y'all... Y'all as the listeners, um, not, not you sitting across the table, um, want to know more about the background, go check out episode 69 and then come back here. Um, so I guess we're going to jump right into it. So quick, maybe two sentences. What is and not XOR? It's nothing. Uh, so if you listen to, to 69, <laughs> it's nothing. It's gates that mean nothing. Um, we invented it to troll DEF CON make up fake parties and it became our group name and now we sell badges that people really enjoy so cool and what was the badge all did that was the popular one last year so that was the bender rodriguez um with uh gosh what was the the hunters thompson uh, as bender oh yeah fear and fear Fear and loathing loathing. so bender Bender on a bender many names for it but yeah bender on a bender was another good one that we used for it yeah so that was really upping our games moving out of arduino into c um really you know color screen more leds a lot more code uh and really you know challenging ourselves to do something a lot bigger and better yeah so is there anything y'all can share now since that badge is done from last year because you you were very secretive about it last year yeah Yeah. so i just listened to the podcast today just to remind myself what we what we brought up but we had a botnet last year that uh were the five of us could issue what's a botnet a botnet Mm -hmm. You want to describe that? <laughs> yeah. So, guy. So, <laughs> my phone go way down. Yeah. So, sorry. I was about to say, there's a bunch of smart people on that side. <laughs> All right. Quick, quick so, terminology update from the cyber world. So tangent on that, um, a botnet is typically you have some kind of command and control server, and you have a bunch of bots or nodes that are being commanded, controlled by those. So uh, an example of it is like a year, year and a half ago, there's the Mirai botnet bunch of embedded systems in 
um, baby monitors and DVRs, toasters, toasters, routers, cameras. Was, they, there was one with security cameras too. Yeah, yeah, oh, it, it was all the same oh, okay, one. Okay. They reused the same firmware base with the same embedded passwords, and all those IoT hmm. devices were used in a massive DDoS attack and brought down a bunch of internet routing services and name servers. So On when we were, Coast, yeah, yeah, when we were trying to figure out our one of our main features, we were like drinking and watching this on the news, and we're like, hey, it'd be kind of stupid and fun if we put botnets on the badge where we could forcefully push things out over a Bluetooth network, and then it kind of turned to, yeah, we need to put, you know, our badges. <laughs> we need to do that. That's totally a good idea. We need to make a botnet. <laughs> so while we made a game that people were playing in the back end, we had backdoors and command and control so we could forcefully roll animated GIFs on people and change GIFs? names. That's the that's correct the right, way. We say that GIFs. Is, that's the correct way to say it. <laughs> yes. I say GIF, but... Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's why you weren't on the first podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, boy, down here in Texas, we say GIF. <laughs> Y'all. I'll end the tangent, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a way to take over dumb IoT devices, and it's kind of a theme of our badge was we were kind of poking fun at how bad IoT embedded system design is, and we wanted to put that on a conference badge, bring it to a hacker conference, and let people go to town on it. So how many people actually did that? Well, there were only five of us had control. Oh, Other okay. than DC801, they found a way to take control of the botnet from us. Who's DC801? Uh, so, uh, so, the yeah. DCs are. Yeah, so <laughs> DC801, you'll have, you'll have various uh, DEF CON groups that are okay. labeled as their zip code, so it's sort of like the 801 area code. Oh, area codes, okay. Yeah. Salt Lake City. Okay. Salt Lake City. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. So hmm. they found a way to capture our packets, fuzz the data, so just tweak the data a little bit, and then replay it. And by doing that, they were able to override all of our commands oh, just right. Okay. And so they were pushing out uh, a Rickroll animation, and everyone was constantly getting Rickrolled by it because, <laughs> because the botnet yeah. spread as a mesh, right? So one badge got infected, it would infect every other badge it saw, and it just spread throughout the conference. And they also found a way to send out, uh, we had this little spinning GIF of Matt Damon <laughs> in black and white. They were doing that one, and it was frustrating me because you have to you have to wait for 60 seconds before you can dismiss the animation mm-hmm. so every time you turn on your badge you have to wait 60 seconds to do anything <laughs> and i was trying to make fixes and push all sorts of stuff it was just yeah. it was frustrating but it, that's kind of what we wanted too was find people find ways to hack it and yeah i'd say it was kind of fun you know having us be able to troll people and everyone's like oh there's wanna cry or rick roll on my badge and then after a while it's like hey why does my badge say dc801 sheep <laughs> and what's and we're like i don't know i didn't send that out mm. and after it propagated we just kind of lost control of it we figured out ways later on to pull it back but that was kind of the fun of doing it mm-hmm. sure so that sort of came as a little bit of a surprise even though you mm. set it up a sort of a playpen for people to do that yeah we, yeah. we didn't intend for that to happen but it's DEFCON, so it wasn't a huge surprise. We're like, hey, kudos. We, we knew someone would do something, and that's the fun of it. Right, and no one was aware of this, right? They had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Super it turns cool. out the guy, um, I think his name's Mike Weaver. Yeah. I think he posted on our Hackaday page about it. He was following us around with a laptop. How we missed somebody <laughs> walking behind us with a laptop, I don't know. <laughs> but that's how I figured it out. I feel like we saw him at B-Sides, though. I feel like at one point we were like, I think it's that guy. I could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but speaking of that though, I mean, aside from the botnet, because that was that was propagating and working over Bluetooth. I mm-hmm. mean, we made a mesh network off of Bluetooth, playing with the gap advertisements between the badges. But right when we got there at B sides, there 
there was like an exploit demoed at B-Sides with Bluetooth, and everyone went to town using it, and we had to patch yeah, what? Invalid field length <laughs> in, the, in one of the fields. And so we were just accepting it. And so the guy was putting in there, the next field is 255 bytes. And so we were just reading off into memory whatever that happened to be, and it was crashing it. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get close to the sky... So, so it, someone, someone was giving a talk about a exploit for bluetooth that you had in your code yeah, yeah. well we had a zero day that we were yeah, yeah. To. yeah so that forced us to flash 500 badges within a couple of days of getting to las vegas Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, i was more impressive like everyone showed up to get their badges flashed a- anybody who wanted to keep using their badge yeah, yeah so, oh so. basically because everyone was hammering that yeah. Exploit? Yeah. yeah, they're just the badge would just freeze and so it wasn't very usable. So we were putting out on Twitter, hey, come meet us at the um Hacker Warehouse Hacker Warehouse booth, we'll reflash your badge. And we had people coming back a second time, like, You've already got the fix, don't worry about it but uh it is what it is. So Huh. <laughs> That's all Parker has yeah. to say about that. <laughs> and it was five hundred badges, right? Yeah, wow. I mean, well, even uh, having yeah, to turn around like a major s- system vulnerability in your product and reflash within twenty four hours. That's tough. I, yeah, so I call it good impressive. customer service, personally. But. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's the thing. Though, is actually, it's more kudos to your the people who had them because they actually showed up and. Right. Got the fix. I, it's like maybe because it wasn't usable, but but it's you know. basically manufacturer recall, right? So a yeah. lot of IoT, like your toaster with a bagel pin, if it had a vulnerability, <laughs> yeah. there's no way they're going to go and fix that. Hopefully, the bagel pin's not vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> One could hope. So, so uh, you must have had just a line of people lined up for for flashing, right? It, yeah, it, we sat there for about four hours, uh, just yeah. flashing badges, fixing buttons. Dream. A lot of buttons sheared off. The, it turns out surface-mounted buttons are not a good idea, so we're doing it again this year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you say, like, they're not a great idea. We're going to do through-hole, and then you see yeah. the price. You're like, well, surface-mounted. Well, right. Surface-mounted sounds good. <laughs> yeah, my thumb still hurts. our time the sitting year. there and resoldering. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so the first year I was pushing them through the PCB. I'm never doing that again, so I'll resolder a few broken buttons. Yeah. Um, we had some voltage regulators fail too. Hmm. On the the second round, the white badges that the second mm-hmm. hundred grouping that we did, some of those voltage regulators they um, got let out the magic smoke. So that was fun. Oh, that's interesting. I bet you it's ESD or something like that. Yeah, it was also a different part number. Yeah. Oh. So and that was a very last minute change because we ran out of we ran out of stock on the. Oh, that's the right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Like these are exactly the same. Like the, they've, they're going to work. So. <laughs> yeah. Same specs, but we haven't tested words. it. <laughs> oh, we don't have to worry about that. Let's just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I can't remember the, the bender badges on the. Oh, there it is, right there. Um, did your the programming badge, did y'all have that header on all of them? Or did you have to do the, the <laughs> little lean trick to get the programming header to work? It's, there's a little s- sweet spot. Just <laughs> <laughs> We did the lean trick. And yeah. what's nice is we learned you could actually flash through the bubble wrap bags we had these in. Yeah. Oh. And that made it perfect. Yeah. Like, being able to push through the ESD bubble wrap... It you know it's uneven so it causes the header pins just to tilt a little just bit. It a little bit. So <laughs> we just started sticking them in ESD bags, folded over, and when I would shove the you know the little ten pin through, it would just kind of hit the bubbles and pop and yeah. make contact, and I would just knock it, them out like you know. And that those ESD bags are conductive. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it worked. Well, that's you see, I learned something Yolo. new. No, that's how the conduct- That's how the ESD bags work. Is, yeah, because the bags on the outside have a conductive film. So that the charge builds on that. 
and not go inside the bag. The, the more you know. Yeah. You, you know, I would have loved to have seen the next year. There's assembly instructions. That say, well, here's how to flash, and there's pictures of like all these like origami folds and stuff. <laughs> no, they did a tag connect this year. Oh, we, yes, we yeah, switched yeah, the tag yeah, connect. Yeah, so the interesting thing about, uh, and we can reveal this, the tag connect, it may not stay in that same spot in the classified location, but we've actually exposed a lot of the pins so we can test for continuity and do a lot of those initial tests. Uh, we haven't built it yet. 8-Bit Sandwich is supposed to do that, but uh, build it. Get on it. Yeah, get on that if you're listening. But we're supposed to... Uh, like a bed of nails thing? Yeah, so we can just kind of plug in there with the I was actually picturing like a Minecraft ice cream sandwich. Yes. 8-Bit <laughs> Sandwich? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure we throw them a bone, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, so you can basically plug in and then using Python or something, we can go in and, and do all the tests that I, I plan to do on the prototype by hand before we do any of the flashing or any of the other stuff and p- potentially breaking it, right? Yeah. Letting so, the smoke out. Letting the smoke out. That's yeah. the best part. It's it's incredible how these badges are evolving so they have like full manufacturing and testing plans. <laughs> I mean, it's a badge, but that's super cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, awesome. it, I, I mean, it's a weird shit, but yeah, you want your special post modes and test modes because... If you're making 500 of these and it's only for a four-day event, five-day event, yeah, you don't want to flash them multiple times, fix oh, yeah. things. It, you you want to do your drinking time, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, um, there's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> we know what he's here for. <laughs> there's, a, there's one person in the Badge Life group, uh, Mara Jade, I think is... Oh, yeah. she goes by. So she sits at Harbor Hacking Village, and all she's done the last couple of years is just fix badges. And so she's asked, hey, can you put in post modes and self-tests and things like that to help me know what's broken? Because I get people coming up randomly, hey, I lost this or I lost that or it's not working. So we're, we're trying to, a lot of us are trying to help her out and, and build that in. Yeah. This year and do a much more Though, rigorous. I, I think it's, it's also on us, too. Like, you know, we were helping people, like, the buttons broke off, right? Maybe that's on us because we chose surface mount knowing they're going to bounce around. But there were a lot of repeat offenders where I'm like, you're back for the fifth time. You're you're just drunk and breaking your circuit board. At some point, we need to teach them to fish and yeah. say, we're going to help you solder this plug Here's back on. Welcome to the world of surface mount. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many people at DEF CON have a soldering iron on them? A lot, a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, if you yeah, if you go into like the hardware hacking village and like you see like the their badge, like, they've got like rows of tables with soldering irons for people learning how to do it for the first time. It's really impressive. It, very sweatshop like, but, <laughs> but uh, see the, it is impressive. You should see so. how the hotel rooms turn out. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, we'll have toolboxes, oh. and flux, and soldering stations, and everything <laughs> laid out. Yeah, I, yeah, I've never been to DefCon, but I go to a conference called the Midwest Gaming Classic. Okay, and, yeah, sh- and we have a, a room that we just take over, and it's just like basically, if someone has a broken video game console, you bring it to this one room, and we can fix it. <laughs> and it's just wall to wall of like stinky people and like electronics <laughs> everywhere. But Welcome you wouldn't have it either way. Like and, yeah, and beer, exactly. Right? And beer, yeah. yeah, lots of lots of. Beer. Well, actually, last year we made it was snowing. Because it's in, in Milwaukee, and uh, so we made white Russians with snow. It's pretty good. Ooh, okay, I was I was wondering because I was about to say snow has no impact on on drinking beer. No, but it makes <laughs> it so you can make other drinks. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of drinking, hacking IoT vodka. <laughs> I have no idea what this is about. So we did bring some. We did bring some show and tell. Uh, Everyone 
on your podcast, <laughs> look at your screen, which will probably just show the icon of the MacFab Engineering Podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I won't make it say that. <laughs> I- Iris is going to take a picture of this. Okay. Yeah, yeah feel free to take a picture. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa. That is the most valuable thing in the world. That you can <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me bring the, the vodka on the plane, so this I brought like the LED matrix. Yeah. yeah. It, that might fit like a dog or a cat. Uh, funny you should say that because the the company who makes those that originated as a dog <laughs> collar, they also make really? those for flower vases, we've learned. Uh, and the reason I know they make for dog collars is because we may or may not have seen references to dogs in the source code. Ah. Uh, or okay. if you kind of look inside the like app. I you found right? like the Alibaba page and it has like a Photoshop picture of a dog. <laughs> yeah. But it's like a Great Dane and that little thing is like Barely big enough to fit on Steven's wrist. Yeah, they they, they took their <laughs> <He's got> chunky <laughs> wrist. <laughs> I don't think if it's on mine, but they uh, they basically took their dog collar app that controls that and they repurpose it for vodka. But that comes on the outside. The bottles are like twenty, thirty bucks. It's not very good. Uh, but you oh get yeah, because they spent five bucks on that. It's at pretty least. Yeah. Vodka. That's a lot of LEDs in um, there. Oh yeah, and, and and I guess it's a big flat flex with. I don't know, some kind yeah, of embedded I, something on it. I it's so a bad. T.I. chip. So I'm going to explain what this is. You haven't explained what this is yet. It's basically a half ring that's in plastic that snaps around a vodka bottle. Yeah. yeah. And then it's got a LED matrix that has a scrolling, I think it's a zap right now. Yeah, Yeah. that's because I hacked it with my badge. Yeah. With your badge? Yes. So if you have yours, I think we say you one. Yeah, I've got one over there. Handy. You can connect you can, to it. You'll see it nearby. Connect to it, and it will scroll DefCon 25, and it'll scroll whatever name you've put into the badge. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I, the I badges aren't even just hacking other badges; they can hack other things. Well, no. Here's, here's yeah. what's great: if you're one of the very, very few people <laughs> in the entire world that has one of these badges and one of these bottles of vodka, you can do something with the two yeah. of them. I love that. <laughs> that's, that's or, great. A, or access to your local Bevmo. <laughs> well, that, well yeah. one of our <laughs> <laughs> one of our buddies uh, secure this now. We'll give him a, a shout out as well. He. Um, he went to a liquor store and they had a full case of these for hundred twenty dollars. It's like ten dollars a piece. It's like you want one? Like yeah, buy them all. Because so <laughs> <laughs> we brought them to DefCon with us. Because the matrix has to be worth at least ten dollars, right? So I don't know what how good that vodka is, but it can't be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're giving it away for free. Yeah, you're just pra- buying this practically. I think they're just trying to get rid of it. But that was one of the fun things. I mean, yeah, we talked about we were doing a, a security-based game and then embedding a botnet on the background. And we, we started looking around like, there's got to be something we can hack with our badge that won't do any damage, but it's kind of fun to hack. And yeah, when we started digging into that thing, um, it's ridiculous to see the different cases in which you authenticate because they're, they're based on TI chips. So I think the first mode is, if your manufacturer ID is Texas Instruments, thank you, let me in. Yeah. <laughs> and the next one is, if I am this IoT manufacturer yeah. of vodka, let me in. No you, passwords, no any kind of authentication. You just have to have the, you tell it, here's my name, and it lets you in. So we just kind of used Ubertooth and whatnot, and you watch the protocols go across, and you finally figure out, oh, that's how I write to it. Hmm. Very simple protocol. And they, they link something up where if you text a certain phone number mm-hmm. in the Bay Area, with the ID of your bottle, they will display it on the bottle. If any phone anywhere in the world is connected to the bottle, <laughs> which kind of gives really creepy, exactly yeah. right. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you connect kind to the it same with their feeling, app. yeah. When we looked at that, we're like, "There's technically nothing wrong with doing that, but it's kind of weird." Yeah, yeah. Especially for just like a twenty dollar bottle of vodka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
But it was fun. I think a lo- when we started showing that off, people showed up with either the bottles at the con or the same thing. They broke them off and cut them open, and people were uh, like sewing them or velcroing onto hats or sides of backpacks and stuff. So I wore mine around, so if I walk around, people could like write something on me and <laughs> do your worst. That's super cool. All right, and so I think we haven't talked about this either yet. The DefCon badge sales. Because yeah. you, 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 you brought some to DefCon to sell. So. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So we did our Kickstarter. We sold uh, a lot on Kickstarter, which helped us fund the production run of the badges that we were going to then take to DefCon. Turned right around and sent that money to Macrofab. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Plus some. In our account. Out of our account. Less than 24 hours. Um, so once we got to DefCon, we had what, three... I don't, can't we, remember. we brought 400 to DEFCON. 400 to DEFCON yeah. to, to sort of sell. And so largely the way that we sell these is by when people come up to us and ask, can I get a badge? If we're not if we're not carrying them or we don't feel like selling them and say, follow us on Twitter, we'll post that when we're going to have the next sale. And a lot of them are, uh, you know, posting out at some random time, ra- some random location. So uh, we did a sale with uh, Mr. Robot badge. Um, um who uh, down at uh, Circus Circus and Excalibur? The Excalibur, that's right. The Excalibur uh, multicolor badge. Yes. Yeah. So he so had a, he he was trolling people hard. Yeah. And so we decided we'll just follow along, and uh, it was <laughs> yeah. great. Good people. Yeah. So pe- good people were going to get that badge, and then they found out that we were there selling ours as well. So it was a big surprise for them, and so we sold like ten. We'll sell them in like ten or oh, twenty that's right. batches. Just said meet us at the Dirty Castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone <laughs> knows what that is. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so as we were going through the con, we thought, you know, hey, you know, we should try to sell these uh, from the middle of Caesar's pool because they have a nice little area that you can drink in in the pool. Uh, island, they have an island. island. It's, it's an island, island, and no, you can't drink because that's what I got yelled at for. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we assumed wrongly <laughs> that you could drink in the middle of this island, um, but we so we took. Uh, we loaded up Hyron and, and another person on our team. Eight bit. Eight bit. Uh, into ba- uh, loaded some into backpacks, got them in swim trunks, and sent them out into the middle of the pool to sell. See if we could get any hackers fully clothed to run into the center of the pool. <laughs> so, uh, s- side note: you mentioned how it was at your gaming convention. You know, you get yeah. a bunch of geeks and nerds and hackers I said together. Sweaty people. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a rule where it's three hours of sleep, two meals a day, and one shower. And a lot of people skip number one. So we were saying that we're giving people their daily hacker baths, but you had to jump in the pool to get it. <laughs> You're surprised how many people got to the edge of the pool and stared at us, going, "Well, we're here." I'm like, "No, you got to swim through the thirty feet." And they argued about it, but then eventually, a lot of people just jumped in in their clothes and swam through <laughs> to get a circuit board. To get a circuit board, <laughs> they give you money for that. It's not like they got yes. for free either. One hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. They're going to go pay two shirtless dudes in the middle of the Caesars pool. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to jump in. One guy threw his wallet because yeah, he didn't get there quick was, enough. was like the last two, the last badge we had, there was two people making a run for it through the pool. And the, and the guy took and got to the middle of the pool and threw his wallet at us, you know, like, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> pulled a fry. <laughs> he pulled a fry. So You're welcome, did, Defcon. Did he get that one? We ended up telling uh, him, telling him to he, meet us on a floor he later. Te- uh, yeah, he technically <laughs> lost the race, but with that much effort, we're like, "No, we'll take care of you, man." Yeah. <laughs> so he he came up fully clothed, completely soaked. You know, money soaked, wallet soaked, everything, and <laughs> bought one. I think we sent him up to like the 16th floor or something. But 
I mean, that's that's public and lulzy, but yeah, a lot of times it's like you describe we're walking around with backpacks and people walk up and they wink at you, give you a nod. Uh, we joke, you haven't lived until you've like sold PCBs out of your backpack like a drug dealer <laughs> yeah, or something. Like- <laughs> Got any of that bling? You kids want to buy some bling? PCBs? Oh, shifty eyes. <laughs> It's matte black, <laughs> or like you got the you know the the panel van with the sliding door, and it just says "I have PCBs on the side." So written in duct tape. Yeah. So I, I have to wonder what casino spray paint. Like, the casino security thinks. Like you know they're watching everyone like hawks on camera, oh, yeah. and they see me opening up my backpack, and they're like, "Oh, those idiots are just selling." circuit boards out I bet you know like the week before they're, they're all like they have their like morning meeting and they're like alright it's nerd week we gotta get ready for this <laughs> they, there's gonna be dudes selling PCBs in the hallways they do there's a there's a famous picture that goes around right around Defcon time from the Alexis Park which was one of the first hotels if not the first right yeah and it's a note to the staff right if you see cattle in the hotel, call security. It's like all these random things. Like you know, they must have had a problem with this before because they're making a note of it to their staff. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, and oh, go ahead. No, nope. uh, I was gonna say we should talk about sort of like the opsec that we had to do for like the. So we do do a large badge sale to get rid of a lie, which was hosted at the Car Hacking Village this year, and so we we realized about the time that we were getting ready to do that that we needed to like have some opsec or you know some security around how we're transporting what was about uh 130 30 that we were going to carry through and we didn't want to get mobbed so we had an individual with us who wasn't necessarily part of the anonymous store and we gave him the 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 case the pelican case and said nobody's going to know who this guy is and so he was able to walk through with 130 of our badges like through the pool public areas nobody stopped him nobody knew we got all the way to the car hacking village so i i don't hired a mule yeah we hired (laughs) (laughs) it's it's oddly weird how how there's a lot of drug dealing correlations to (laughs) it's completely wholesome And, and while that may sound out of character for for that situation when you're in vegas during that week it is not unnormal to see people walking around with pelican cases and carrying server racks and power supplies that and like dollies with a bunch of electron that's just normal so you do blend in quite a bit even though you're like who the hell would walk around vegas with a pelican case and a server rack yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and so last thing on the last week's or oh. last year's badge was puzzles so we mentioned the botnet right yep and there there's a network security game they're playing badge to badge but bitstream mentioned the android app that he made on the apparent the first appearance of it it was so that you could use your phone and over bluetooth have a serial console that remotely logged into the badge but we let people know on the first day hey we accidentally hard-coded the same root password on every single badge you should figure out what it is and change it Hmm. the process of figuring that out and changing it was a series of puzzles to go through where you first had to guess well who's the maintenance user scruffy janitor you figure out his (laughs) password start tweeting out pictures of like dark helmet with one two three four five Actually, a few people yeah. figured that out. A lot of people did not figure out just guessing that the the initial maintenance password was one two three four five. But when you get on there, the logs were encrypted. Uh, they had MD five stuff in there, so they had to go through all that. And by the time they escalated and got root privilege on the badge, it let you control the firewall and the services on the botnet 
on someone's badge. So and you, the name of the badge, too. So <laughs> the reason that's important is anyone with a phone could serial into anyone's badge over Bluetooth, and I made it so you could save scriptable macros. So once you cracked all those puzzles, you could just say connect a badge, hit number one, hit number two, log in, turn on all their stuff, or turn off all their stuff. Mm. So it was it was kind of a puzzle based on you know hacking and network security and escalation of privileges. In addition to a lot, there was a lot of like external physical puzzles that Zap put on the badge and others put on there. Yeah, we had we had there's some hidden Twitter accounts in there. They're hidden on the PCB. There's some uh, we worked with other groups to embed puzzles from them. We, they embedded puzzles with us. There's some puzzles that no one's solved yet. Uh, so hint, hint, uh, <laughs> yar. But we'll we'll see if oh, they yeah. figure it out next year. Yeah, we may have to bring it back. Uh, because that's that's gonna hard be a hard one. Um, yeah, I'd like to have us build another five hundred of those. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're on. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. We we had some. If you soldered a, if you soldered a pin, just added like a zero ohm resistor or something. Just basically took a GPIO high or low, it would unlock something. Um, so that was that was pretty neat. There's just kind of an obvious space on the back of the board where you're like, there should be something here. Oh, or I told I people just yesterday, to ask, like, yeah. how would anyone oh, yeah. know that? Yeah, I like, yeah, let me see here. I told him I you, think you I put get it the online, unlock if you put Szechuan sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> I may have put the resistor on mine. Oh, he's got a he's got a soldered nugget yeah. there. Oh, uh, okay. It's it's kind of common though on a, on a handful of badges. You'll see something like that. Like, oh, if I bridge the right thing, it'll give me some gotcha. kind of unlock. Uh, what we there's a cryptocurrency game called coin droids <laughs> where they they attack each other over their qr codes and uh we worked with them they they had a robotic bender with uh the hunter s thompson hat on their end and we embedded some qr codes on our end so if you, part of the game you had to find someone with, with one of our badges and you had to work with one of them playing the game so you got unlocks on both mm-hmm. so we tried to work with as many different groups as we could just to you know send people around and socialize and realize you can't solve all these puzzles by yourself unless you go meet people talk to people make friends that's cool is that it is that all the puzzles come on more there are 15 i'll have to look at the code to see what yeah. there are <laughs> i'm already on defcon 26 what mode, are you right now steven so something for the for the future oh okay <laughs> <laughs> he's planning the next podcast okay. <laughs> Podcast one forty nine. All right, so DefCon twenty six. So the prototypes are being built tomorrow morning, right? They're about twenty feet behind you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I actually confirmed that it is tomorrow. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, so, is there any hardware or software secrets that y'all can? Yeah. Get out? So one one thing I have been able to tell people in person, we haven't put it on Twitter, but uh, we're going to double down on botnet. Um, that game was so popular. We learned people are going to DerbyCon, to TourCon, to all these other conferences, bringing the badges back, and then finding places to meet up and play the game. So, like, we got to go. We got to go even further with that. So, we're going to do the same thing, uh, but it's going to be different. Oh, uh, so it's not. Is it going to be compatible with the old badge? Not sure yet on that. I, I'd like to say that wink, wink. I I knew <laughs> and I was hiding a secret, but I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Mostly because the it's the so locked away he doesn't is, even know himself. I don't even know it. Yes, I've hidden it from myself. Um, well, I mean, we'll we'll see how far we can get. I do have the the current prototype, the one that doesn't look like Bender, uh, recognizing last year's badges. So we we already 
work that bit so we'll see how far we can get maybe we'll make it interact with the old one one of the interesting things about last year's badge that people didn't really recognize or appreciate was that they all synchronize time with each other and that turns out to be a very powerful feature when they're all within about one second of the same time source so we'll, we'll it'll be fun Although we're not going to let DC-801 in again. <laughs> no. no, we'll have a real-time source this time. Yeah. So the um, so speaking of the last badge and then on this new badge that you're designing, what did you all learn from you know badge life last year that you're implementing on this one? Don't use WS-2812Bs ever. Oh, the smart, smart, <laughs> unquote, LEDs, right? Yeah. They're really nice, but it's worth the extra effort to use an LED controller and some common anode sort of LEDs. You can buy them from mm-hmm. Mauser. You can buy them really cheap on eBay if that's your thing, or China or wherever. Um, it's it's a little bit harder to do. The programming is a little bit more odd. There's a lot more routing to do on the PCB. But as far as placement and reliability goes, it's so much better. And going through a reflow oven. Um, yeah. The other thing I, <laughs> they I personally. Survive a bit better. I'll let mm-hmm. these two guys talk, but um, the other thing I learned personally, and this is kind of in the weeds, but QFN design on a PCB is really critical on the way you handle uh, vias like in the ground pad to, to handle some of the extra solder paste. And oh, the you way mean that in you, the uh, thermal pad? All the th- yeah, the thermal no. pad and the way that you put the. the the, uh, the trace is symmetric so that it places properly when it goes through the oven. Stuff I never even thought would be a problem. You just assume, yeah, you drop the part on there and you bake it, it works. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good documentation out there from TI, from NXP, from I don't microchip that that explain this is the way you do it, and they all say about the same thing. So I've learned a lot there, and there's a lot that's gone into the design this year. Yeah, I think for for our side, we we did as we talked about earlier. We did three firmware patches. Uh, in, in the during the con, we did one Android app uh, that was relatively easy, much easier obviously than the the firmware patches. So, one of the things in the chipset we used in the BMD 300 that would have been available had we had enough time to squeeze it in was was over the air updates because uh, it supports that. And so that's something we we said you know this year we're going to try to do that. So so we're working on a back end infrastructure for the Anodex or badges um, that will be able to reach out to our servers through the DEF CON network on some Raspberry Pis that we'll have strategically placed throughout the con. They'll pull down our latest patch release and then they'll send out a beacon saying, hey, I've got updates, um, sort of like a badge update server. And and then um, the badges will recognize that, turn on their Wi-Fi, which is pretty power hungry. They won't have it on all the time and uh, and download those patches. So the new one has Wi-Fi then, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something more to explore. Exclusive to the Macrofab Engineering Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's right, though. I mean, we we have to assume that no matter how much effort and you know ringing out that we do to this to the hardware and the software, until you distribute a lot of these to a lot of people who are hell bent on breaking <laughs> hardware and software, you're you're going to have something go wrong. So sure. should definitely plan for having to do hardware fixes and software fixes and how are we gonna make that as easy as possible on ourselves. And um, so right up front, we're designing in our uh, our patch system, our over-the-air update system. We're working really hard to secure those. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I was about to say, what if someone yeah. takes command of that? Yeah, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, as long as you don't short fun. the bagel pin, it runs fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's got its own bagel <laughs> pin. Go, yeah. um, and then you mentioned a how your prototype doesn't look like 
vendor. So what are you doing then on the hardware design to that's different from last year? So the one you oh, have... That's yeah. a cool thing to talk about, actually. I'll bring it out. Yeah. So the one that you you have about 20 feet behind you, the one that actually looks like this year's badge, Yeah. That's we're calling which that one Pickle Rick. Which that's may or may not look like Bender, right? It does look like Bender in a way. It's, it's been Benderized. It has been Benderized. We do have a, an actual artist. So big shout out to Doc if you're listening. Uh, really good job in the art this year. We did, I did the art last year. I'm not an artist, but he's oh, he's good. So this fantastic. is the the scary Terry prototype, and I know what Parker's <laughs> so going to say when he sees it. Scary. Wait. Everyone <laughs> on the board on, on the floor out here love this thing. Really? Yeah, they love they. Whenever someone puts like art and stuff on the PCBs, they love it. Yeah. So flip it over, and you'll see the. Am I supposed to say, <clears throat> "Oh, bitch"? There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's there was a message on there. I don't know if you guys saw it when it went through Macrofab back in November. Uh, or December, whenever it was, uh, we did have something on there about you guys and yeah, yeah, it's on there. I think it's yeah. covered up by a rubber mm, yeah stamp. <laughs> I, I love how in the silk screen the words "not USB" with an exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. <on. laughs> um, so, if you see any of the add-on stuff, the Badge Life has been publishing. One of our early attempts at doing the add-ons was to use USB to do it because it has a nice mechanical linkage that and they're inexpensive and inexpensive. Yeah. You can buy them anywhere. Um, so that. The Scary Terry actually included that, and it was not USB. It was I squared C and power over a USB port. Um, <clears throat> yeah, making sure people didn't plug in like five yeah. volts and fried the thing. I, so, so, but why did you design it like this instead of? A, oh yeah, I was cost. Yeah. Well, that cost. <laughs> It, it, it's basically, it, it looks very much like a dev board. Like yeah. just a rectangle yeah. with stuff on it. So you well, basically made a um, modules can, and then yeah, stuck them all together. Yeah, unplug the modules and you'll, you'll see the actual board. See more scary, Terry? I mean, if, yeah. you, if you look at... Um, oh, there's flux under here. Of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> How many things I, oh, look, look underneath there. There's some uh, nice dead bug action. Ooh, that's <laughs> sexy. Yeah, there's, there's a few issues with it. But we did realize with... You know, our iterative prototyping, there were some components we wanted to reuse. So we kind of took those main components and put them on modular, you know, make little hats and boards because we figured I don't want to redo screens or buttons yeah. over and over. We yeah. can at least pop them on the next one. It it works, but it's nothing like production level. Yeah, so the, the screen <laughs> board or, or hat. So we have come off? Yeah, they'll come off. We have three. So that's a common PCB, uh, but basically, I had adapted three different LCDs that we were looking at. And so just depending on which one you had, you'd solder that one on and then plug it in the board and then we can test. Let's try and figure out what's the frames per second. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> Parker and Steven. Yeah, there's a question. Says, <laughs> up, Parker and Steven? <laughs> well, okay, I have to I have to ask real quick because this is this is written in silk screen on here. Uh, it says Yo Hiron, and it and it has two arrows pointing to SCL and SDA. Is that because they were flipped at one point in time? Because uh, he was demanding uh, I squared C oh. to do his do some of his stuff. I got you. <laughs> to do some oh, wink wink. wink. You know what's, you know I'm not gonna dig any further. <laughs> no, 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 it's funny because you you wrote, put that on a board. Is one of our uh, our the pinball controller I work on, there's a connector called the connector that Ben didn't want, but I put on anyways because we would need it. That's a we, good connector. And you need yeah. it. And we used it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you probably know this, but this board, it's not made for anybody else. It's made for us. Right? Yeah, yeah. It'll probably get There's a, there's get a lot of away. love in this board. I can feel it. There is a lot of love, right? <laughs> I mean, you can tell by the rosin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So one of the pins is Maybe floating on that that, off. that serial do that USB to serial 
part and sometimes it fails and so i've had to replace it a few times that's why you still have the flux and stuff on there ah. i just replaced it last weekend i'm putting it back together yeah carefully as i can <laughs> like it, is, it is a priceless artifact it is yes. yeah they they don't look very good when they're in this stage yeah, be, but it's it'd like, be on a you know, pedestal. There's a lot of work in that. <laughs> there's, there's actually probably a, more work in that than there is in the end badge. Uh, yeah, other than the routing for the LEDs and the the final badge, um, I think I redid that. And and when you see it in person, I think you'll appreciate what it is. But there's so many. There's four traces per LED times 31 LEDs. So do the math how many Vias that is. It's ridiculous. That's two layer, um, right? What's that? Is it two layer? Uh, is that a secret? <laughs> <laughs> it's four, it's four layer. Oh, okay. But we're, the routing's on the front and back. Yeah. So, power and ground in the middle. Three point three volts. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Trying to extract as much information from people as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, turn off the microphones. I'll give it all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm okay. So I I wrote this down earlier. A question that just came to mind, and it might work with the new badge. One thing I hadn't uh, fully heard, is there any kind of opportunity for badge-to-badge connectivity or anything? Okay, but not like, I'm saying not your badge, but somebody else's badge. Okay, so there's there's a little bit of that. Yes, we were secretive about that last time. Uh, At that time, there was a spec, a BLE spec. It was just a Word doc. We've updated for this year, but uh, if you watch any of the badges that go around DEF CON, our group, QueerCon, uh, CPB... DC 801, uh, they are our buddies, right? We like them. But and there's a few other groups that implement it. It was basically, if you advertise on BLE, advertise with field, with these fields in this area. That way we can recognize you. And so we knew each other's manufacturer's ID. We have a real one that uh, Bluetooth Association issued us. It's 049E. Professionals. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah, so if you, if you scan <laughs> it with... Yeah. There's a great app. Uh, I highly recommend all your listeners download it. It's called NRF Connect. It's a great BLE scanner. If you scan our, our badge with it, it'll show up Anodics or LLC when it sees it. So when these badges see each other, they'll play an animation like, hey, hello, DC801. Yeah, or 801 just, will show nearby, up. nearby, there's some ID. Uh, you should In the nearby, you should see Medea, and then you should see... Yep. The 801 badges. Did the DC one yep. like show our favorite robot on there? Yeah, it showed it. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, you pulled a badge out of your bag. What, what badge is this? That that is DC 801's sheep badge. Okay, the, the sheep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So they actually we went in with. Oh them yeah, they're using the same um, same regato. Yeah. So when we got that regato reel for, it was like a really nice discount, like sixty percent off or something. We didn't need all thousand BMD three hundreds, so uh, we shared with them. They shared. They ended up buying the screens and shared the screens with us. So we had the same screen, same same sock. So. Uh, even though on Twitter and, and with the botnet we're kind of um, adversaries, there's a lot of sharing going on with the badge itself. Well, in this year's, there's actually a hardware spec for breakout boards too. Yes, that's the add-on that you see from Mr. Benchoff. Yeah, uh, that's not his Mr. name, Mr. Robot Badge. <laughs> I'm being respectful of our of our Hackaday <laughs> brethren. Uh, Brian Benchoff put that put threw that out on Twitter, but it was. He said weeks of deliberation, but it was five minutes. Him and I just <laughs> like, yeah, we're doing an add-on. We're doing an add-on. Okay, great. And he sketched something up with Comic Sans and threw it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> this is how you do add-ons. This is how you do it. Yeah. So our Pickle Rick prototype doesn't support it yet because it was so fast, but we'll do it in the next. So, so we can expect to see that at this year's DEF CON. Yeah, I'm really yeah. hoping people build out boards and, 
and send stuff out just so they can add on to the existing badges. Because that's what the, the Hackaday Super Conference badge was like. Mm. Yeah. Fact. In fact, yeah. So the the r- little red LED board, I know the listeners can't see it, but the red LED board on the prototype mm-hmm. we have, that's what we designed for the Hackaday badge. Gotcha. To plug into their I2C. I mixed two of the pins, so I had to move it over and mess around with some of their prototyping area, but that's what it was built for. And it was also an opportunity for us to test some of our parts. Do work once, reuse many times. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> um, it's getting really in depth now. Like, yeah, it's just a <laughs> yes. lot of stuff going into this. Um, so, what are you looking forward to this DefCon then? Uh, not flashing badges. I saw one talk. It was closing ceremonies last year. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it would be nice to 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 actually go to like Hacker Jeopardy or something like that. So, um, not flashing badges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd say, that's one thing that people don't realize. Like you know, nights and nights and weekends, we're putting in all this effort into doing this so we can have fun and everything. But last year, yeah, we were we were working for ten days straight. We were running around, and, and we love doing it. But we were running around fixing badges, talking with people, working. But we didn't get to see any cool talks or any of the other events going on. Play so poker. Yeah. Slot machines. I played some poker. We, we played some a little bit of slot machines. Like, let's not. It's Vegas, so. <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> but, yeah, be, being able to offset some of that with, you know, taking into account we're going to need to maintain it. We're going to need to fix it when people find bugs in our firmware. So trying to get a lot of that up front, we're just looking forward to having a little more free time to enjoy the conference than working the conference. Agreed. Anything else? Like maybe with what you want to see there, or I'd like to see um, I'd like to see more bad I'd like to see more people hack on the badges. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are we're putting some stuff in this year. Last year we did tickle, putting some other stuff that's kind of similar that we really hope people dive into and make use of, and it'll come out right. We'll probably give people about a month, right? So the add-ons those are kind of starting to come out now. We want to see people build add-ons and come up with really interesting things. Uh, and so giving getting out early is, is important for that. I want to see people write their own code for the badge. Um, We're making that very easy this time around. Yeah, I thought it was easy last year, but this this year we're we're not just adding on this tickle interpreter on the side, but it's actually part of the badge itself. Yeah. Um, well, so and it's not as obvious as you think it is. Do in advance. Yes, <laughs> there is. Yes, so yeah. we will we'll release probably release that source code early. Yeah, and just okay. have fun. Um, yeah, yeah. We figure if, if people see it ahead of time, they can hack it ahead of time and show up with some nefarious things in mind, and that's what we want to see. Because as much as we complain, oh, we had to fix stuff. It is kind of fun and interesting. And you're like, oh shit, we lost control of our botnet, <laughs> or or this is going on, or that's going on. Um, you just kind of got to shrug your shoulders and go, oh well, yeah. right. What, so so uh, <laughs> when, when are people going to uh, be made aware of that, and where can they find it? We'll throw it on Hackaday and okay. on Twitter. Twitter's our main our main avenue to throw all this stuff out there. The and the and XOR A N D N X O R. Yep. Yep. Like the logic gates. Like the logic gates. Like logic gates. Yeah, I think if you do the math, it means like if all three are true, then it's true. I, but <laughs> <laughs> nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Computer science. So there's some basics yeah. there. Cool. Yep. So I think that's going to wrap up this episode, right? Is there anything else, y'all? So when do we cue the 8-bit music? Uh, <laughs> after you all sign it off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
looking at Hiram here. That, <laughs> Wait, we go. I thought we were starting over there. No, again. let's keep going. No, yeah. that that was the Macrofab Engineering Podcast. We were guests Zap, Hiron, and Bitstream. And we were your hosts, Crab Foam. And Blitz. <laughs> Later, everyone. Take it easy. <laughs>Thank you, yes you, our listener, for downloading our show. If you have a cool idea, project, or topic, or badge that you want Blitz and Crab Foam to discuss, tweet us at Macrofab or email us at podcast at macrofab.com. Also, check out our Slack channel, which we'll talk about the badge that we're going to make for DEF CON if we can get there. Um, and if you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, click that subscribe button. That way you get the latest episode right when it releases.